Good morning, and thank you for joining me once again. We continue today with uh, the series I've called From Unbelief to Belief. Uh, hopefully it's something uh, that you can utilize maybe in um, uh, strengthening up uh, your, your own understanding of the gospel, of, of conversion, of evangelism. Uh, you can utilize it uh, for your own edification. And maybe there's someone uh, in the realm of your family, your friends, uh, that uh, uh, maybe they're having a difficult time understanding the truth of the gospel. Uh, and uh, hopefully these, uh, this series would be uh, useful uh, for them to, uh, to listen to. And so uh, I hope these are a blessing to you and they will bless others. Uh, I have already, even though the series itself is incomplete, there's a, a great deal more material that I want to cover. Uh, I have recommended them uh, the series uh, to at least two different people. And so uh, with that being said, open your Bibles to the book of Acts chapter 16. We're going to read uh, uh, verses 29 through 31 in Acts chapter 16. And what I want to do in these next few days uh, is think about the application or the reception of uh, the benefits of the person and work of the Lord Jesus Christ. We have uh, emphasized over um, the previous days uh, the gospel as the person and work of the Lord Jesus Christ. And uh, uh, in other words, uh, we have detailed what God has done in Christ for us, for our salvation. And so the question that I, I want to think about uh, for these next few days uh, is how do I receive those benefits? How, how do I make as my own uh, that which Jesus Christ has uh, secured uh, on the cross for me? And so uh, we begin with one of the most straightforward uh, uh, encounters uh, to be found in the entirety of the New Testament. We often simply uh, speak of it as uh, uh, the episode involving the Philippian jailer and the Apostle Paul and his colleague Silas. As they had been uh, left in prison overnight, uh, they had been imprisoned uh, because they had uh, 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 been able to cast a demon out of a demon-possessed girl there uh, in the marketplace uh, in Philippi. And um, the owners drugged them to the magistrates and uh, they were beaten and then placed in this prison where uh, this particular jailer, uh, in fulfilling his duties, uh, secured them within uh, the inner uh, sanctum of the jail. And uh, in the course of uh, the night, uh, as uh, Paul and Silas are singing hymns and they're praising God and they're praying and uh, evidently, the prisoners that are there with them are listening to them. Uh, we're told that a, that a great earthquake comes and actually breaks the, the bonds that are holding them, and even the doors of the jail are thrown open. And the jailer, this very grizzled and hardened uh, man, probably a, a veteran of, of war, and uh, uh, he's there uh, knowing that if, if he loses a prisoner, it will cost him his life. And so he is, he is shaken to his core uh, by what uh, has happened uh, there. And he is fearful that these uh, inmates would, uh, would run away uh, and be lost to him, and therefore he would forfeit his life. 
And so he, he calls for lights to, uh, to see what has gone on, expect, fully expecting the prisoners to be gone. And uh, we find this interaction between the jailer and Paul beginning in uh, verse 29. After, uh, again, telling the jailer that they're there, don't harm yourself. Uh, verse 29, and the jailer called for lights and rushed in. And trembling with fear, he fell down before Paul and Silas. And then he brought them out and said, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? And they said, Believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and you will be saved, you and your household. And so uh, the question then is, uh, what must be believed uh, or in whom must this faith be placed? And so certainly uh, that takes us back to our discussion of the person and the work of the Lord Jesus Christ. We must uh, believe that Jesus is who he said he was. He is who the Bible presents him as being. Uh, he is Lord. He is the resurrected Lord. He is the singular uh, Savior. He has fulfilled uh, the duties demanded of us uh, by God. And so it is in him and in him alone uh, that we can uh, have salvation. And so to uh, believe in the Lord Jesus Christ is to rest uh, confident that what who he is and what he has done is sufficient for my salvation. And we're going to dig a little more deeply in future days as to uh, the, the content of faith and the results of faith. But there, that is a very simple and straightforward message. Uh, that is that uh, I have given up uh, all other avenues by which I may have sought peace in my soul and uh, immortality and the hope of eternal life, the hope of forgiveness. Uh, all of those things I have abandoned. And the singular hope I have for salvation is that Jesus is exactly who the Bible says he is. He has done exactly what the Bible says he has done and that he has uh, died for my sins. He has been raised from the dead. He has ascended to the Father and one day he shall return uh, for me. And so I believe those things as being applied to me as sufficient uh, for uh, my salvation. And so while we can, uh, we can complicate things, and, and we'll talk about some of the complicating factors as to uh, how the Bible speaks at times uh, in response to the inquiry about forgiveness or eternal life or salvation or what it means to follow Jesus. And we'll try to, to organize those things for us in the days ahead. But the biblical answer, uh, the proper theological or doctrinal answer is that we are saved. We receive the benefits uh, accomplished through the personal work of the Lord Jesus Christ when we trust, when we believe in him as totally sufficient for our salvation. And so I pray that this is a blessing to your day, and I'll look forward to seeing you once again uh, tomorrow.